Want to run Facebook and Instagram ads but aren't sure where to start? Are you running ads but know they could be doing better? The ads maven, Jen Palsik, is here to help by sharing the secrets to running effective and profitable Facebook and Instagram ads. Now, here is the host of the ads maven, Facebook and Instagram ad strategist, speaker and coach, Jen Palsik. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome back. I am the host of the Ads Maven, Jen Posick, here on Inspired Choices Network. I am so excited to be talking today about what I learned from Amy Porterfield's live event, The Entrepreneur Experience. So I last week's episode, um, I had to do a pre-record because I was flying to San Diego at the time. And it was three whew, super packed days of a lot of learning, a lot of, um, oh gosh, just all, kind of all the things, a lot of inspiration and ideas. And yeah, so it was super amazing. And I'm super excited to share with you what I learned. So let me tell you just a little bit about Amy Porterfield. And it's kind of funny because I know I've been talking about her a lot recently and I have uh, been told I talk about her too much, but I also just went to her event. So <laughs> here we go. Um, so I first found Amy, um, oh my gosh, back in 2014 when I was getting started with my family's business. And so my family has a health and wellness business that um, they – I decided to join them in working with them and I knew we needed an online presence and I didn't really know much of anything about digital marketing or anything with having to do with online stuff and I just started learning everything I could from everywhere I could, which meant listening to all the podcasts and signing up for all the webinars. Oh my goodness. I listened to so many webinars, reading all the blog posts and signing up for courses and all of that and the person that I felt like I kind of learned the most from at that time was Amy, and especially through her podcast, Online Marketing Made Easy. And I got so many tips and tools for how to grow a business that way. And so with that, I um, I ended up joining her, what, what was the last round of her course at the time called The Profit Lab. I did the VIP, which meant that she was in a Facebook group with us every day, and I used that group um, so much. I asked about like a million questions in the group, and I just got so much information that really helped me to grow my family's business and then in turn growing my business. So I um, – let's see. So with that, that was back when I was – first getting started running Facebook and Instagram ads. And it's so funny because I know I made so many mistakes when I was first starting out, which is kind of why I talk about now, like if I had even known that a coach was a thing that you could have, um, that would have been amazing. I just didn't even know that um, coaches were something that existed. And so I made a ton of mistakes. And one mistake that I made when I was first starting out Oh my gosh, y'all, this is embarrassing. Um, when I was first starting, I was running ads for list building. And if you've heard me talk at all, you probably know how I'm a bit of a stickler with you don't ever want to boost posts 
And instead, you want to be really careful of what type of ads you run. So you really want to run your ads for conversions 90% of the time because the majority of the time, you want ads that are going to lead to people signing up for your email list or purchasing making a purchase of your products or services. So you want to run the ads for conversions the vast majority of the time. When I first got started, I was running ads to grow our email list, and I was running them for traffic. And when you run ads for traffic, it means that people will click to your website, but it does not mean that they are most likely to convert and sign up for your email list. And so Amy was actually um, the one that taught me I needed to run the ad for conversions because the Facebook algorithm knows how we use Facebook. And so because of that, it actually saved me a ton of money. Um, so one of the big things that Amy talked about all weekend and that she's really always been all about is list building. And one of the things that she says is that list building is so important to your business. Um, oh, gosh, I have a quote from her. I will find it in a little bit. Um, but she talks so much about list building, and that was one of the biggest things that she really helped me with. It was through her tips and tools that I was able to uh, grow my family's email list to over 160,000 people on it, um, which are really directly responsible for bringing in well over $2 million in sales. Um, and it's the way I decided to, it's using all of her tips and tools that I grew my own email list, not to 160,000, but, but still grew it. Um, and it's the same strategies that I use every day with my students and my clients to help them grow quality email lists as well. So list building is so important, and I was thinking about it, and the one thing that you really need for running ads to grow your email list are properly placed Facebook pixels. So you have to have a Facebook pixel that is working um, and that is correct um, in order to run ads. And honestly, any type of ad that you are ever going to run, you really want to make sure that you have Facebook pixels that are working. So um, I am actually doing a uh, online workshop on the 29th at 3 p.m. Eastern time all around Facebook pixels. So it's a workshop. It's not a webinar, which means that we are going to really dive into how to place it. So uh, I know some of you might be thinking, what is a Facebook pixel? So a Facebook pixel is simply, it's a little piece of code that you want to have on every page of your website, and you want to have a specific type of pixel on a few special pages of your website so that you can track when somebody is visiting. It's kind of like Google Analytics, but for Facebook ads. So you want to be able to track when somebody is visiting each page of your website so that you can track how effective your ads are and so that you can actually run your ads for conversions instead of for traffic. So when you run your ads for conversions, you're going to get a better cost and it's just going to be more effective. So if you would like to join us for that workshop, it's going to, um, again, be the 29th at 3 p.m. Eastern. You can sign up for it at jenposick.com slash workshop. And I'm pretty sure um, there's a little thing in the show notes that gives that link. Okay, so let's kind of dive into the entrepreneur experience and what all I learned from there. Okay. So before we get into the actual 
event. Um, just a few things like a few takeaways and a little bit more information. So I stayed with um, my friend Joanne. And so it's so funny. So I went to Amy's event two years ago, also in San Diego. And two years ago, it was a much smaller event. So this event had almost a thousand people, maybe I think I heard like 800, 800 to a thousand. And um, so it was very large. So two years ago, there were maybe like 200 people there. And we were at tables that were assigned. And um, Amy's team assigned us the tables kind of based on where we were at in our business and what our needs were and what we were wanting to get out of the event. And so Joanne, I met her. She was my table mate two years ago, which was so cool. And so we roomed together in a little Airbnb um, for the event, which was really nice to have a buddy. I am uh, very much an introvert, which means that um, it can be very overwhelming to be at live events by myself. Um, but I also really enjoy going to live events because I think that they are so powerful. And I always walk away getting just a ton out of them, a ton of information to implement, but also really good ideas of like, okay, this is what I need to do next with my business. Um, I was also like one of my favorite things is I was really able to connect with so many amazing women. Um, just a lot of like really good conversations in the evening, getting to know more about them, their businesses. I got to hang out with um, Rachel Luna, who is my coach. She's also one of my clients. Um, it was so good to connect with her. It had been it had been like several months. It had been since her live event, Confidence Activated, that I'd actually seen her in person. So that was amazing. Um, okay, so at the Entrepreneur Experience, there were several speakers, um, including Rachel Hollis and Jasmine Starr and Stu McLaren. And so I'm just kind of going to go through all of it in order. Um, I have to tell you, I have like a million pages of notes, and there's just so much stuff that I want to share. So this may end up being two um, two episodes, but we'll just kind of see. So that because the show is still very new, I'm definitely still learning a bit about how long everything should take and how much to talk. It's very funny. I feel like I'm not really much of a talker, and uh, being the host of the Ads Maven is kind of forced me to change that a bit. All right. So one of the very first things that Amy Porterfield talked about is playing a bigger game. And she she's been very public about struggling with um with her weight for a long time and uh it's probably been like over a year ago she hired a weight loss coach. And so she was talking about um before that she was kind of struggling with the idea of being a bigger person but still playing small, which meant smaller goals, smaller dreams, and kind of leaving everything up to luck or chance that if it didn't work, she didn't really have to feel disappointed, which, oh my goodness, I could so totally relate to that. And it was kind of like a little kick in the butt of like, ah, I am playing too small and I want to stop doing that because it's ridiculous that I am, right? So, I, while I was there, um, no, let me back up. She talked about making a big decision. And when you make a decision, no, sorry, she talked about her making a big decision. 
Because when you make a decision, it shakes things up and it gives yourself the opportunity to step into the person that you were meant to be. So she gave us a few challenges um, for the weekend. The first challenge was to make meaningful connections, which I definitely did. I knew in advance, like, Amy's community is really like, Amy's people are my people, and that was one of the biggest reasons why I went, was to be able to make more connections, connect with more people, and I absolutely did. Like, I met some amazing women that I'm so excited to continue to get to know. Um, so then she talked about how many of us are sitting on a decision that we're not making. And so my question to you is, are you sitting on a decision that you're not making as well? And so what that means is you're not getting into motion at the biggest level you possibly can. So one of the coolest things is that uh, the second challenge that Amy made for us was to make that decision. And when you make a big decision, you're going to be uncomfortable, and that's kind of the point. And so I did actually make a big decision by the end of the second day. And so I'm super excited because I'm going to share that big decision with you um, during my Facebook Pixels workshop next week. So again, if you would like to join me on it, it's going to be super helpful. I'm even going to bring some people on um, on camera so that we can work with their accounts to help them place pixels. But I want it to just be, I mean, it's very much a workshop. So we're going to be actively working on placing your Facebook pixels and making sure that they are up and working. So yeah, I'm going to be sharing that big decision in my workshop. You can sign up for it. You can join me at it, jenpasik.com slash workshop. I would love to see you there. Um, and then the third challenge that she gave us is to identify where you're playing small and commit to playing a much bigger game because you are a big deal. And I kind of love that. And she talked about how all of us should kind of have that idea of, I believe that I'm meant to be a big deal in this world. And so I want to give you a little exercise that we also did um, when we were at the event but we are coming up to a break. So let's talk about that when we get back. So right now you are listening to The Ads Maven with myself, Jen Posick, on Inspired Choices Network. So when we get back, we'll continue chatting about the fact that you are a big deal and we'll do a little exercise around it. All right, we'll be right back. Want to run Facebook and Instagram ads but aren't sure where to start? Are you running ads but know they could be doing better? The ads maven, Jen Pawsik, is here to help by sharing the secrets to running effective and profitable Facebook and Instagram ads. Listen to the ads maven every Wednesday at 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 2 p.m. Central, 1 p.m. Mountain, and 12 p.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. Are you a subject matter expert? Are you here to share your expertise with an audience waiting to hear from you in only the way you can deliver? Are you ready to have your voice amplified across the airwaves? Inspired Choices Network has a global radio platform streaming to millions of people across the world. Professionally produced and supported by an accomplished team every step of the way, you can broadcast from anywhere in the world knowing your voice matters and we ensure it is delivered with ease and efficiency. Eager to hear your message, the world awaits. Contact us today to become an Inspired Choices Network radio host. Email become a host at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. 
This is the Ads Maven with Facebook and Instagram ad strategist, speaker, and coach, Jen Pawsik. To participate in the show, call in the U.S. 815-880-8255, Canada 613-800-8736, or Skype us at Inspired Choices Network. You can also email questions and comments to Jen at theadsmaven.com. Now, back to the show. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome back. I am Jen Posick, the Ads Maven on Inspired Choices Network. So today our show topic is what I learned from Amy Porterfield's live event, The Entrepreneur Experience. So before we went to break, we were talking about the fact that you are a big deal. And so that was one of the things that Amy Porterfield kind of challenged us with was to identify where you're playing small and commit to making to playing a much bigger game because you are a big deal. So she gave us a little exercise, and I wanted to give that to you as well. So step one of the exercise was to um, write down what it means for you to be a big deal in this world. Um, and so she had, so she gave us a few minutes to do this, and several people then ended up talking on the mic and sharing what it meant for them to be a big deal. So I. I want to just share some of those responses just to kind of get some ideas going. Um, going global, commanding no less than 50,000 per speaking engagement, um, 1,500 people at Confidence Activated. That was from my coach and client, Rachel Luna. An invitation for Amy to speak at her event, being seen as a famous speaker and author, giving hope to millions of cancer survivors, um, by finally writing her book, being a leader of the world's largest organization uh, to serve and having 100 events worldwide, um, having multiple $70,000 months per year, being recognized as the top Latina woman in the automotive industry, traveling the world, doing Tai Chi. Oh, this was a cool one. This was um, being a big deal was reverse tithing, meaning that they tithe 90% and then live on 10%. All right, so those are just a few ideas to kind of get you started, but what does it mean to you to be a big deal in this world? Okay, so the second step was to write down three ways that you need to show up in order to be this person. So who is this person? How does she think? How does she feel? How does she show up? So some of the things that I put is visible, which for me being visible is um, a big one, and it's so funny because ever since starting – uh, my radio show, The Ads Maven, that you're listening to right now, I it's kind of forced me to be way more visible. And I've been hearing from all sorts of people that like they've just been seeing me everywhere recently, which is pretty cool. Um, confident, believing that she's a big deal, having a team to help, which would be a nice one, um, doing thought work on a regular basis. Okay, so then... Step three was to write down one to three thoughts, beliefs, or habits that are keeping you playing small. All right, so three steps for that little bit of mindset work. So again, um, writing down what does it mean for you to be a big deal in this world. Number two, write down three ways that you need to show up to be this person. And then step three, write down one to three thoughts, beliefs, or habits that are keeping you playing small. All right. 
So I just felt like that was such an amazing thing. And later on in the day, um, Amy gave us these little pins that say, I am a big deal. And I just loved them because I feel like it's like, yeah, I am a big deal. You are a big deal. And it's like this in- amazing invitation to um, play bigger, to really play bigger in this world. Okay, so after that, she started talking about list building. And as I was saying before, list building is a big thing that Amy talks about all the time. And it's so important because growing an email list, building an email list is the backbone to your business. And the energy of your business is directly tied to your email list. I've seen this with my family's business. Um, I've seen this with my own business. And I've seen this with... Um, oh gosh, in the businesses of my clients and students every day, um, with my family's business. So I helped them grow their email list to a little over 160,000. And even though we haven't been growing the email list for the last year or two, we continue to sell to the list every single day because it's a quality email list and they're continuing to open up those emails and engage with us, right? So list building is definitely a priority. But one of the things that Amy talked about is that the concept of making list building a priority is not always easy. So you can do five figures, if not more, even with a small list of like 600, as long as you're loving them up, as long as you are really um, – emailing them on a regular basis and giving them good quality information, right? As long as you're delivering value. Um, so the question that she asked is, what have you been making a priority over list building? And, oh my goodness, like that was kind of a big one for me because so my list is about, I grew my list to about 5,000. So nowhere near my family's list size of 160,000. But I still did it, right? Um, and I still communicate with my list on a regular basis. I've gotten a lot better about that recently, but there was a time where I was not great. But I realized I have not been consistently growing my email list for a while. I've been so busy working with clients, and I, it kind of made me realize so many of my coaching clients, my done-with-you ad coaching clients, are from referrals. And so because of that, I have had this like idea in my head of like, oh, I don't really need to grow my list because I get so many referrals. And that's not true. <laughs> it's like I just needed to make a mindset shift to, in order to really decide that growing my email list actually is a priority. And so Amy had invited people to up to the mic to um, – talk about what have they been making a priority over list building. And I got up there and I spoke on the mic. Now, I have to tell you, that was a big deal for me. Being very much an introvert, the idea of like speaking on a mic is like hard. It is very much a challenge. Um, and I sat there for like, I was like the last one in line because like the line formed and people were talking and the whole time I'm like, I need to go talk on the mic. I need to get up there. I need to get up there. And I just like couldn't move and couldn't move. And then I kind of just like forced myself to do it. And I'm like really proud of myself. So one of the biggest reasons why I decided to go back to entrepreneur experience is because I know, again, Amy's people are my people. Like Amy's community are filled with 
amazing entrepreneurs that are my ideal clients and they're people that I want to know and be friends with. And I knew that speaking on a mic at any type of big event, it gets you noticed. And that's a strategy that a lot of people have used to get more, um, to get more interaction and to get, just to get more known. And so I spoke on the mic and I talked about exactly what I just said. And I did find that over the weekend, I had people coming up to me that were like, oh, I think I need to talk to you, which was really cool. And I would be in conversations with people who would be like, oh, yeah, you were at the mic. I remember what you were talking about. I remember you're like the Facebook ads person, which was so cool to experience. Okay. So um, she also talked about organically growing your list. Now, obviously, most of what I have done have been through Facebook ads, but you can absolutely grow your list organically as well. And actually, um, for this current workshop that I'm doing, my Facebook Pixels workshop coming up next week, it's been organically that I've been promoting it. And when I say organically, I mean not paid. I mean you're not actively giving money to Facebook or Instagram to show your stuff to more people. Um, there's plenty of ways that you can promote organically before you even start running ads. And I think that that's really important. So um, one thing Amy was suggesting is put delivering original content every single week, like through a blog or a podcast. And I will say I have found that when I have been blogging regularly or now with this new podcast, it makes makes a difference. Um, it does make you much more visible and you're able to attract new people to your world and then nurture those that are already in your community. So she challenged us for blogging, podcasting, or video on a regular basis and to just choose one and kind of go for it. Um, she also really talked about how consistency is key and when you're intentional about it, that that's when the magic can really happen. So she talked about something that I had actually not heard of before, which was kind of fun, um, which she called a list building boost. So a list building boost is a specific period of time, usually between like seven and 14 days, where you're just focusing on one strategy to boost the number of subscribers onto your email list. And so during this time, you're not launching anything, you're not creating a course, you're not traveling to a conference, you're just focused on list building. Now, it can be tied to a launch at the end of it, but it doesn't have to be. It really can be just list building, which I thought was such a fun concept. I mean, I talk about and I work with my clients on growing their email list consistently, but I honestly had never thought about just doing it over like a short period of time to really focus on it. So I thought that was really cool. Um, so she challenged us. I feel like she gave us a lot of challenges to schedule time on the calendar where we're doing two to three list building boosts in 2020. And she gave us three strategies to use. Um, and so challenged us to select one strategy, go all in and promote it every day for that like seven to 14 days. So with that, it could be like we're doing a Facebook Live every day for 10 days. It could be that we're doing um, Instagram stories every day for 10 days where it's really just focused on list building or Instagram Live or could also, of course, be including ads, which um, I very well will likely include ads in my list building boosts. Um, 
But essentially, every single day you're doing something to really promote building your list. I thought it was such a great idea. Um, okay, I know we are coming up to a break. When we get back from the break, we're going to continue to talk more about this, and I'm going to go into the three strategies that um, that Amy suggested for those list-building boosts. So you are listening to The Ads Maven with myself, Jen Posick, on the Inspired Choices Network. When we return, we're going to continue chatting about what I learned from Amy Porterfield's live event, The Entrepreneur Experience. All right, we'll be right back. Want to run Facebook and Instagram ads but aren't sure where to start? Are you running ads but know they could be doing better? The ads maven, Jen Palsik, is here to help by sharing the secrets to running effective and profitable Facebook and Instagram ads. Listen to the ads maven every Wednesday at 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 2 p.m. Central, 1 p.m. Mountain, and 12 p.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. This is the Ads Maven with Facebook and Instagram ad strategist, speaker, and coach, Jen Pawsik. To participate in the show, call in the U.S. 815-880-8255, Canada 613-800-8736, or Skype us at Inspired Choices Network. You can also email questions and comments to Jen at theadsmaven.com. Now, back to the show. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome back. I'm Jen Posick, the Ads Maven on Inspired Choices Network. So today our show topic is what I learned from Amy Porterfield's event, the Entrepreneur Experience. Okay, so before we went to the break, we were talking about doing a list building boost, which I just really love this idea. So specific period of time, 7 to 14 days to focus on one strategy to really boost the number of subscribers on your email list because when you have a large engaged list, you're going to be more successful, you're going to make more of an impact, and you're going to make more sales. Okay, so she talked about three different strategies. Um, and I kind of, gosh, I just love these. So strategy number one is a challenge. Um, typically for a challenge, I suggest five days. Amy said, like, you could do five to ten days. I think ten days is kind of too much. And she did give the example from Lauren Messiah who um, is a stylist, who, um, gosh, she has some awesome stuff. It is well worth it to check her out. But um, Lauren has a, uh, she has a challenge that she did for 10 days, and she felt like it's a little bit too much, even though it's kind of necessary. Um, but so I typically think five days. Um, and you're basically identifying what's a challenge that your audience is facing, creating the challenge, and then filling the challenge through Facebook Lives, through ads, and through wherever your audience is really spending time. So then you're going to deliver the challenge. And at the end, you can choose to promote something, but you don't have to because it can just be a list-building boost where you're delivering a ton of value so that when you are ready to promote, your audience is there and already engaged. Um, so the second strategy that she suggested for a list-building boost, and I really love this one, is a quiz because quizzes get shared a lot. Like, so the stats were on average, they get shared like 1,900 times, which that just sounds crazy. Um, quizzes also really allow you to segment your email list by results. They give insights into your audience. They generate four to five times the page views of traditional content, 
two times more conversions and are 23% more effective at educating your customer. Um, just crazy, right? So I've started thinking about, okay, so now what are some quizzes that I can create? So if you have some ideas, I would love to hear them because I am so excited about the idea of creating a quiz, but I feel like it needs to be really fun. So she gave the example of um, her one of her copywriters, Tarzan, who has a quiz called What's Your 80s Pricing Persona? Um, and so I kind of think of like, it makes me think of like BuzzFeed quizzes where like I feel like I just have to take them. Um, like who are you more like, Tina Fey or Amy Poehler? And that's a quiz that I uh, have taken. And yeah, so I kind of want to feel like I want to try to create a quiz that would be something that people would feel like they have to take. So I'm still playing around with that. Uh, my first thought, which I feel like is a terrible idea, was, will Facebook and Instagram ads help my business? Which, I mean, it's true. Like, I do feel like they help the vast majority of businesses, but they're not for every business. Um, there are some businesses that don't don't necessarily need them, or there's some businesses that other methods may work better. Um, but the vast majority of businesses absolutely do need them. Um, I've also thought about maybe a quiz of like, what type of ads do you need to run? Um, I don't know. I'm still pondering it, but I'm very excited about it. All right. So then the third type of, um, the third type of list building boost example that she gave was a mini course. And, um, so a mini course is simply just like a course, but a condensed version of it. And you could probably even do a challenge as a as a mini course you would just kind of position it a little bit differently um she brought up corinne crabtree on stage and corinne is amy's weight loss coach um and she has her she has her own um she has a group called the p and p tribe and in it um oh gosh i mean she, so she's talking all the time about like weight loss stuff and a lot of it, so much of it is mind, mind, mindfulness, mind work. Um, oh my gosh, I am like, whew. so she has a mini course that she's just been running ads to, and she's been doing it on a continual basis because that's how most people are going to do list building. Most people don't do this list building boost, but I do really like the idea of it. Um, so she's had over 300,000 women go through her mini course, which is all about the three keys to losing weight. And she has it as four videos. So it's three keys. And then the final key is um, what to do next. So then she has like an entire funnel that's about six weeks long and promotes her podcast, um, which is called Losing 100 Pounds. Um, I actually am a podcast listener. I really enjoy what she does. With that, she's also a um, coach in the um, Self-Coaching Scholars with Brooke Castillo, which I'm part of. And so I like that I get to see her in their coaching as well. Um, okay, so you have the challenge, the quiz, and the mini course were all the different, were the three different list-building boost ideas. So I love these. I cannot wait to implement them. My first thought is I want to do the quiz. 
but I feel like I have to have a really good idea and then create it. And so the quiz might be a little while before it, that comes out. But a challenge is definitely doable. I've done those before. And a mini course, oh my goodness, I feel like I do mini courses all the time. Um, I feel like my workshop is kind of a little bit of a mini course, and I could probably even like change some things around to turn it into a mini course after it's already um, after it's already done. So we'll see. But I'm definitely planning to do a list building boost um, or two or three in the new year. So I cannot wait for that. All right. So at that point, um, Rachel Hollis was speaking, and Rachel. I so she's the author of Girl Wash Your Face um and her newest book Girl Stop Apologizing. And so you may have heard of her, you may not have. She both books are um number 1 New York Times bestsellers. They are in like any like so if you're like in an airport and you go through like the little convenience store part of the airport, you're going to see both of her books there. You're going to see that like basically Every target, they're going to be at like on one of those like corner stands. So probably if you've never heard of her, now you're going to like see her everywhere. So I know that we are coming up to a break. So I'm going to tell you all about what Rachel Hollis spoke about when we get back from uh, when we get back from the break. So you are listening to the Ads Maven with myself, Jen Posick, on the Inspired Choices Network. We'll be right back. Want to run Facebook and Instagram ads but aren't sure where to start? Are you running ads but know they could be doing better? The ads maven, Jen Palsik, is here to help by sharing the secrets to running effective and profitable Facebook and Instagram ads. Listen to the ads maven every Wednesday at 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 2 p.m. Central, 1 p.m. Mountain, and 12 p.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. This is the Ads Maven with Facebook and Instagram ad strategist, speaker, and coach, Jen Pawsik. To participate in the show, call in the U.S. 815-880-8255, Canada 613-800-8736, or Skype us at Inspired Choices Network. You can also email questions and comments to Jen at theadsmaven.com. Now, back to the show. All right. Welcome back. I'm Jen Posick, the Ads Maven on Inspired Choices Network. So today our show topic is what I learned from Amy Porterfield's live event, The Entrepreneur Experience. So before we went to break, I was telling you um, that one of the speakers was Rachel Hollis, the author of Girl Wash Your Face and Girl Stop Apologizing. And okay, can I share a little secret with you? Um, I have... Girl, wash your face. I read about half of it. I did not love it. I feel really bad saying that. But so I was going into Rachel's talk being like, mm, okay, this is cool, I guess. But I wasn't, I wasn't super excited. However, I have to tell you, Rachel was pretty adorable. And I actually like really enjoyed her. Um, yeah, I was very surprised, but she was kind of, she was great and she was really funny. She kind of reminded me of Anna Kendrick, um, in both like how she looks and how she spoke about things and like how she told jokes. So I totally enjoyed it. 
And she came out and she made us dance, which typically I hate that. I am, this kind of goes back to that introvert part of me. Um, and I was just like, ugh, not dancing. But then she talked about how if you can't do something that makes you uncomfortable, like dancing for 30 seconds in a totally supportive room, how are you going to do something that makes you uncomfortable when you get home next week? <sighs> so I did end up dancing. And that um, it was like that was a really good question that was like, oh, man, so true, right? So, yeah, I danced. And then she talked about how when you move your body, it changes your mind, um, which I thought was really kind of a cool thing, and it makes sense. Um, so then she started talking about showing up authentically and that when you show up and you're just not yourself, the only thing that happens when you're faking it is that you're alienating yourself from those that could actually help you, which, gosh, that was like such a good point <laughs> and it makes me think of like times that I'm like not willing to be vulnerable I'm not able to make changes because nobody knows the things that can actually help me make changes and the times that I have been really vulnerable like those are the times that like kind of magic happens those are the times that I'm willing to open up and I'm able to actually receive so that I can start making changes. <sighs> so I felt like that was a big one too. Um, so then she also talked about what's going to get in your way once you get home because what happens at live events, and this is so true, is you get so fired up when you're there and so excited about everything. And then two weeks from now, you wonder how you ever thought you could change the world. And so she talked about how there's two things that are going to throw you off. The first is comparison, and a lot of times it's like you want to do these things, but you keep looking at somebody else, and it just stops everything. And we never compare ourselves in areas that we feel secure. So the, a quote from her was, never in my life have I checked out how another woman eats a cheese-based dip, right? We only compare ourselves in the areas that we feel insecure. We only look outside ourselves in areas that we feel insecure. And when we do that, we're just comparing our own very messy life to somebody else's best day ever. So we compare ourselves because we feel lost. And then what happens is we end up getting distracted. So every time, uh, every second that you're looking outside yourself to find the answer, you're wasting time. And we really don't have time to waste. The other thing is that we know exactly what to do, but usually that thing is freaking hard. And you just don't want to do it because it's hard. And because it's hard, so often we think that we're doing it wrong, but the reality is it's just that it's hard. But we do it anyways, or we need to do it anyways, because it's the price of admission for a life that's not mediocre. So I loved that. Um, I think it's often true. And one of the things that Brooke Castillo talks about in Self-Coaching Scholars is that like half the time, things are going to be amazing. The other half of the time, things are going to suck. And your, like, thoughts and, like, your feelings, like, it's, it may not be positive, but it doesn't have to be. It's just, like, learning to get through it and allow those feelings to happen and then to start changing your thoughts around it. But just knowing and allowing that to be lets us kind of get through it, knowing that, like, 
things are going to be hard, but it's okay because we can do hard things. Like, I feel like that's kind of like life-changing stuff. (sighs) Okay, so the other thing that she talked about that's going to stop us when we get home is a fear of failure. And it's not actually a fear of failure. It's more about ego. It's that you're afraid of them watching you fail. And we have this twisted idea that we're supposed to start out and be amazing right out of the gate. And it's funny because Liz Lopez, who was my guest last week, talked about this as well in her um, permission to dominate. And one of her permissions was that it's okay to fail, right? We have this idea that, like, we are going to be amazing right from the get-go and we're comparing somebody else's like ending to our beginning, right? Or somebody else's ending to our middle. And that's not really fair to ourselves, right? So the other thing that she talked about is that the fact that we hype up others, but we don't hype up ourselves. Like we would never talk to our best friends the way that we talk to ourselves. And the thing is, you're going to fail. You're going to launch something that nobody wants. You're going to hire someone who is a massive mistake. You're going to lose money. And even on like a personal basis, like you're going to sign up for a 10K and not train at all or sign up for a course and never watch the videos for it. And the idea that we need to get over ourselves because if we want to do big things, you have to be willing to suck for as long as it takes for you to get better. And she actually gave a really good example because that um that book that made her basically like so well known was not her first book it was actually i think she said it was her sixth book and her first books nobody even knows about i honestly i don't know the names of them i have never seen them in a bookstore you know and so she talked about how she wrote one book and it was terrible and she wrote a second book and it was still terrible but it was a little bit better until, like, it stopped being so terrible. So you have to be willing to suck for as long as it takes for you to become better. Oh, my gosh. So, you guys, that is only <laughs> the end of the first day. And our show is done in a little over eight minutes. <laughs> okay. So next week, I'm definitely going to continue to talk to you a little bit more about what I learned from Amy's um, Porterfield's event, The Entrepreneur Experience. We're going to keep going for now, but just to let you know, that's going to be our topic for next week as well. Oh, my goodness. All right. So day two, um, it started with people like doing some recaps of like what they've gotten out of it and all of that. And... um Somebody got up on the mic and said something about how, like, well, I want to be a big deal or I want to know that I'm a big deal, but really I'm a hot mess. And Amy gave one of the best quotes that I've seen other people, like, put it in little, like, quote uh, graphics already. And that is, you can be a big deal and still be a hot mess. I just love that because I think it's so true because honestly, like who isn't a hot mess as in some area of your life while still being a big deal? And oh my gosh, so I have gotten the privilege to hang out with some people, um, not not even like necessarily like this past weekend, but just in the past with some people that like they have big businesses where they're bringing in like a million dollars a year, you know, like they 
like I see them and I'm like, oh my God, you're this amazing success. Like you've got it made. And then I hear stories about like (sighs) business deals that just like didn't work out, like working with um, partners and people that have just like totally screwed them over or mindset stuff that's just like totally getting in their way. And it's like, no matter what level you're at, there's still stuff that happens to make you a hot mess. And so I just, I loved that quote. Um, Oh gosh, I don't have time to get into all of it, but I do want to kind of like just kind of go through a little bit just to let you know what is going to come up next week. So Jasmine Starr is a social media person and an Instagram person. She has social curator, um, which I actually just joined it. I am so excited to start using these. Um, with Social Curator, it helps you to curate your social media. But she talked about um, uh, Instagram makeovers with three simple tips. And so I will be going into that next week because these were some good tips. And then at the end, she did a Q&A, and people asked questions where I was like, oh, like she is legit and gave some awesome coaching, and I was just so impressed. She was another one where like I didn't know much about her, even though like so I've gone to social media marketing world every year for the last four years, and she's been there at least several of them. Like, I knew who she was because she was around with Amy's event two years ago, but I just didn't really know who she was. I didn't really follow her. I wasn't really in her world, but I liked her so much. So I that was – it was awesome. I cannot wait to share it with you next week. Um, also, Stu McLaren – talked about um, pre-launch runways with really big results. He gave an amazing talk, and I'm, I'm excited to also share uh, stuff with him with you. I last year heard him speak. Um, I'm in a membership that also has Mastermind Days with Nicholas Kuzmich, who I say is kind of like the smartest ads guy I know. Um, and so at the Mastermind Days, he likes to have – surprise guests. So I went to one in Miami and the surprise guest was Frank Kern, who's like, he's kind of like a big deal uh, in this whole digital marketing world. Um, And then Stu McLaren, who's known for memberships. His program is called Tribe and he, it's all about growing your tribe through memberships. And honestly, before I heard him speak and oh, so this mastermind day, there were maybe like 20 of us there. So it's a very small intimate group where we're we just spend the day literally like we ask Nicholas Kuzmich like all of our questions for our business and he just spends the day going through them and then um so Stu spoke for I don't know hour hour and a half and he was just so real and so like funny and like I just loved it and I'd honestly never wanted to do a membership but by the end of it it got me started thinking, and he was the reason why I then decided to start my Ad Maker Society. And I have to tell you, I love my Ad Maker Society so much. So it's my monthly membership where every week I have um, office hours where I'm in there to answer all of your Facebook and Instagram ads questions along with your organic questions and really just support you as much as possible. So we do it through Zoom. We also do it through um, we also do it through live in our Facebook group, our private Facebook group, so you can ask your questions all throughout the week and leading up to it. 
And But we do it through Zoom so that I can pull people onto the screen and we can go into their accounts and we can actually just get stuff going and get into it. So I love my AdMaker Society. I think it's really such an amazing value. It also comes with a uh, core training that walks you step-by-step through an online course all around how to run ads to your existing warm audience because we buy from those we know, those we like, and those we trust. That's who you want to sell to with your ads, right? So you want to grow your email list to a cold audience that doesn't know you, and then you want to run ads that are selling to a warm audience that does know you. So my Ad Maker Society, I'm going to give you a little sneak peek, in my uh, Facebook Pixels workshop next Tuesday, you can sign up for it at jenposick.com slash workshop. My Ad Maker Society has to do with my big decision that I'm going to be sharing during that workshop. So I am so excited about that. I'm so excited to share it with you. And I'm so excited that that was kind of uh, part of what my big decision was around. All right. So... Got so much to share with you next week. I can't believe we got through like none of it. We only got through one day. Oh my goodness. I'm going to leave you with one other little thing of mindset stuff that Amy said. And it's something that she said her coach says. So I think that means she was talking about Corinne Crabtree says it. My coach says, so what if it's hard? It's not going to get you pregnant and it's not going to kill you. And I just loved that quote because it makes me think so much about like, okay, things are going to be hard, but we're able to do hard things. We're able to do those hard things. And so I would invite you to look at what are the hard things that you're not doing with your business or the hard things that you're not doing with your life. And can you start to actually do them? Because are they going to get you pregnant? Are they actually going to kill you? And if not, maybe you want to start taking some action with them. So that was a lot to get me going with my hard things along with uh, making some big decisions. So I would love to hear from you and let me know what are the big decisions that you are making? What are the things that um, the ways that you are a big deal? And I will talk to you next week where we continue to chat about what I learned from Amy Porterfield's live event. Thanks for, so much for joining me at the Ads Maven. Thanks for listening to the Ads Maven. Jen Palsik will return next Wednesday at 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 2 p.m. Central, 1 p.m. Mountain, and 12 p.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. See you next week where we will dive into more Facebook and Instagram ad strategies.